0: Hello, mighty people of the Most High and Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word straight out of the Word of God. Going to be talking out of Psalm 45, 7, and 8. Going to be reading out of Psalm 91. And going to be talking out of Joshua, chapter 4. I believe it's chapter 4. But before I get started, I'd like to pray over you and I'd like to pray over me. Father God, I come to you. Lord, we earnestly come to you to seek your face. We see what's going on in this world, Lord. We know that the enemy's time is short, Lord, and we know that that you are drawing closer every day. Lord, the enemy has sent this world into utter and total chaos. But Lord God, there is safety in you up under the folds of your robes and Lord God I ask that even every person under the sound of my voice today listening to this podcast would find their peace in you and that Lord no matter what the chaos is that we would continue to put our hope and our eyes on you that we would lock our eyes upon you and not not veer off to the left or to the right knowing that you are coming soon thank you lord jesus i thank you lord god that you will cover every person uh every person in your remnant lord every soul lord we seek you for our children those that are not saved yet those that have not turned away from their sins and come to serve you, Lord. We seek your face for those children, Lord God. We love our children, Lord. We ask that you would do a mighty work on their behalf, Lord God, and unto your glory, Lord God. Lord, we love our family members, Lord. We ask that you would keep your hand upon them, and Lord, we also ask for wisdom during this time. Wisdom, Lord God, without you directing us and giving us instructions that we can obey, we are lost. Give us wisdom, Lord God. Specific, clear instructions for each and every individual, family, couple. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't have to go too far into this to, um, I don't want to make this a podcast today about going down the long list of things that have happened since the last podcast, but I have to a little bit in order to, um, you know, there may be those of you listening who, who haven't heard or haven't been keeping up, um, since the last podcast, we've had an enormous turn of events, uh, literally world-shaking events, um, I will tell my personal experience. Um, last Monday, um, like I said in the last podcast, I believe, I believe I shared this, uh, the Lord has been waking me up very early in the morning. Um, and most mornings I don't get up past six o'clock this morning. I was, uh, a little bit late getting up. I got up at 630, you know, but he wakes me up anywhere from as early as two o'clock on to Seems like average is usually around five o'clock in the morning um, and everything in between. Monday was one of those mornings. I woke up really, really early. Um, I just kind of had a burden and an urgency in my spirit. Um, I had tremendous anxiety prior to that, just over the days building up to that, and anxiety last week. And every, let me explain something is something that the Lord has. Uh, is teaching me is that you know we're immediately we're taught that we're supposed to be that anxiety is always from the devil anxiety and all of that yes it can be it can be used by the devil but it is a reaction when you have anxiety to something and it's a legitimate fear there are fears that are illegitimate fears that Satan has created in your mind that are going around and round in your mind of things that aren't even going to happen, um, that he's just trying to bully you around with. And then there are legitimate fears. In other words, there are things that, that are legitimately things to be aware of, uh, that the Lord is trying to red flag you, alarm you, say, Hey, I need you to pay attention. I need you to be aware. There may be an uneasiness or something in your spirit that's alarming you, okay? Um, a good example of this, um, and I've heard stories from other people and I have some myself, what I'm not going to share right now, but, uh, the Lord may give you a premonition or just an awareness or an anxiety about entering into a certain store, okay? And then later you say, well, you say, I just don't know what it is, but I don't feel any peace about entering into that store. I think I'm going to either go home or I'm going to go to a different store. And then later you find out that there was a shooting. Okay. Uh, That would be a good example of that. Um, But the Lord, uh, he'll give us alarms. We know something is not right. Some of you out here listening to me right now, out there listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you just know something is just off in the world. That was Monday for me. And I began to pray through it, pray through my anxiety. I didn't know what I was feeling, feeling this feeling of just pacing around on the floor, trying to figure out what, what was going on. Um, I did not feel uh, unsafe myself. I did not feel my household was unsafe. I felt there was protection over us. Um, it felt like something was wrong in the world, okay? Something was out there, okay? Um, and then when I finished and I began to go upstairs around eight or so o'clock in the morning, um, as soon as I started to ascend the staircase, the heaviness came upon me and I said, I believe I said it out loud to myself, I'm not sure, um, but the feeling was, oh, this is not a good day. This is a bad day. I mean, this is a bad day. Something is not right. Um, which I, in turn, told to my oldest son. Um, and that's when, uh, shortly after that, or around that same time, found out about the earthquake in Turkey. Uh, 7.8, I believe it was. A uh, huge... Uh, Turkey, earthquake in Turkey, Um, and not only that, but there were earthquakes all over the world, Uh, if you look at the earthquake map, um, all over the world, there was an earthquake in New York, Buffalo, New York, Alaska, Hawaii, all down um, the eastern coastline of South America, Chile, and many various places all over. There was reported to be 12,000, 12 12, I believe, people that have died in Turkey. I could be wrong on that number, but an enormous amount of people lost their lives. I've been, uh, me and my family, we've been praying for Turkey. Um, in addition to that, right after that, um, we had the um, uh, the silly, white, uh, puffy balloon <laughs> floating across America it was foolishness uh, very silly Um, it was like it seemed to me that it was done for a distraction very strange and I'm sure there's other things that went on with it Um, while at the same time there was a major explosion in a a town called East Palestine Ohio Um, a train derailment and then it has been said that many toxic chemicals were in these rail cars and that local authorities or some authorities from somewhere decided to burn these things off, which is quite bizarre and makes absolutely zero sense. It, there's just no getting around it, people. The, the enemy is thrashing around on this earth. Um, because he knows his time is short. So these toxic chemicals, <coughs> if you'll go look that up, it looks like a a Sharon- they're calling it Chernobyl uh level event. Chernobyl uh they they're saying it's Chernobyling the Midwest. And um it's reported that fish are dying in the rivers and the waters and people have reported their chickens and pets dying. Um very, very serious. Um, the, the the toxins that have been put in the air uh, are very, very destructive in one of the most um, rich farmlands in our country. And we get an enormous amount of our chicken eggs from that area. Imagine that. So these things are all real and this is not meant to scare you. This is just meant to... Uh, inform you okay Um, that has gone on of course you know about the Grammys Uh, Sam Smith and his evil minions put on a show uh, that were that was very satanic it always is every year okay it's always satanic but they have become bolder and bolder And what you will see them signaling to the public is lots of red, lots of red. Pay attention. Um, So also was the the Super Bowl, the satanic Super Bowl. I'm going to get into this. Now, bear with me. I'm not done. I haven't got into my podcast yet. So please bear with me. I'm just briefing you on things right now the Satanic Super Bowl, again, all red, okay? Um, There was a cover cover of Vogue magazine with Rihanna, who also performed at the Super Bowl yesterday, in all red, lots of blood red, um, and guess what? The cover was blood red, and she was sitting on a blood red horse. Kind of not hard to figure that one out, is it? Um, And that's just a few of the events. Not to mention the fact that we are living in the middle of one of, continuing to live in the middle of one of the worst attacks on the human population that's ever been in the existence of the world and people are continuing to uh, pass away daily from quote unquote natural causes and be seriously harmed and injured and uh just in my own outer circles because i have very few in my inner circle that would be affected by that poke but stories from the outer circles are coming to me and there are many and so we're in revelations I don't have to say that to you. If you tu- if you tune into this podcast, you know that we are uh, because you're still hanging in there and haven't been offended yet. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Happy happy apocalypse to you. <sighs> okay. So, but this is a ta- a time I'm going to tell you this. Okay. This is what the Lord has shown me for this year. I've already proclaimed it. Oh, my love, my love, who wants to give a word like this? I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord. And all I got was Valley of the Shadow of Death. And I said, Lord, I said, Lord, I was waiting for the rest of it. (laughs) Okay, waiting for the rest of that word. Like, there's got to be a word of encouragement, Lord. I can't go and proclaim to people, it's the year of the valley of the shadow of death. Because one thing is the Lord always gives us an encouraging word. He doesn't give us problems with no solutions. Never. Okay? Now, hang in there. Don't turn me off yet. Don't turn me off. Listen, please. And His word was, stay close to Jesus. That's all I heard. Stay close to Jesus. Okay? And I shared this with my little girl and she said, Oh, mama, scary. I said, Yeah, it is scary, baby. <laughs> and are we gonna be naturally in the natural of yourself? Would you please be honest and not be one of those hoity toity Christians that says, I'm not scared. The word says to not to be afraid. Well, yeah, it does say that, but it, he there's a reason why he says that because he knows we're gonna experience a natural fear in our human in our humanness. But the difference between courage and, and a cowardly, cowardice is that we don't allow our natural human fears to hold us back from doing what God's called us to do. Which would be going forward, holding up the banner of his banner over me is love. Okay, remember that little song you would sing in Sunday school as a little child? Um, His banner over me is love. You remember that song? Okay, go forth with your banners. Go forth with, I know that I am beloved of God. And I'm about to read that to you in here. I know that I am beloved of God. I know I am his chosen in the earth. I know I am part of the remnant. I know I am clenching onto the old rugged cross. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. You know, begin to encourage yourself like David. Know that you are beloved is what I'm saying okay and stay close to Jesus stay close to Jesus many of the things that are going on I want to address okay some of the words I've heard from the Lord um, the other night uh, that would be Saturday night um, uh, I was browsing around on uh, uh, the Twitters and um, People are all. People are looking for answers anywhere they can find them, but in Christ, have you seen that? Um, and there's this new, you know, the 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 AI technology. Um, I don't want to talk just too ho- too much about it because it would make me sound in- ignorant, actually. Because, I mean, I'm I'm you know I get by with technology, okay, my phone, my computer, my laptop, all that, but. I don't really keep up with the latest craze of whatever, but I have seen people getting on this AI, um, and they ask it all these questions, um, and this is a warning to you, so please hear me, okay? Please hear me. They get on there and they ask it all these questions, and they believe whatever it tells them, okay? This is also part of an end time deception for people, my love. And I'll, I'll tell you that I know that, um, how do I know Heather? How do you know? Because I know, you know, I know in my spirit and you just going to have to trust me on that. Now you can turn the podcast off. Never listen to me again. I don't really care. I don't really care. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to warn people. Um, I'm trying to tell my loved ones. I've been saying this, come out of her, my people, that you may not partake of her plagues. All of the systems of this world are so wicked. Obey the Lord. Turn away from the entertainment. Turn away from the lies. Turn away from things that will mislead you. Only lean upon Jesus, okay? Well. Uh, I know it in my spirit for sure because this thing was asked many questions, and some of it was just contradictory to the Word of God, and some of it was contradictory to what bore witness with the things the Lord God has already spoken to His people. Okay, and and now there is a supposed conservative side of the the AI. They ask one of them one thing, and then and then the other side. Uh, I think it's called Dan or something. They ask Dan and they're looking for answers from dan and i was sitting and i was pondering and i was thinking about something that dan had said that on the 12th which was yesterday there would be this big event that would totally derail and change or whatever humankind. it was gonna be the biggest thing that ever happened and i thought about that and as soon as i thought and i began to ponder on what it was saying there was a temptation to be kind of afraid, and it was immediately, immediately, it was like the Holy Spirit just said, nothing's going to happen, that's a lie, and I had peace in my heart. I knew. You see what I'm saying, it was that, it was the initial reaction when the enemy is being the boogeyman. That's what they're doing right now, my friends. They're being, they're being the boogeyman. Look at us. We're so scary. Look at us at the Grammys. Uh, Look at the cover of Vogue magazine. Uh, Look at the, um, look at the Super Bowl halftime show. They want to be big and scary. Okay. But they're the ones that ought to be afraid. Because God is coming back. His son is coming back in his wrath to destroy them and they know that some of them may be under delusions because they have themselves believed lies uh in those groups and circles they actually teach each other that they are going to defeat jesus christ when he returns this is real they actually do teach that i am going to um i want to post a link on this podcast um And I'm going to put in the description what part of the video to forward to because it's a very long video, but it was very interesting that somebody had connections with the inside of a very secret operation. And um, they were made to sign something, a paper uh, um, uh, that they would never, ever, ever say the name of Jesus inside the facility. (laughs) You know why? Because they couldn't even say it if they stubbed their toe as a cuss word. It was not allowed to be said. You know why? Because Jesus' name has that much power. And they are trying to put up this big front. You see. Oh, look at how scary we are. Trying to drive fear in the people. In God's people. Do not be afraid of them. Right? Um... So, um, I just wanted to share that, that, but this is what the Lord also told me about the AI, which I've known for a while is this is, is, this is fallen angel technology, people. Um, it's fallen angel technology. Um, when you are speaking to this AI, it is like, um, divination of a sort, okay you're leaning on fallen angel technology at the bare minimum and i will go as far as to say that i personally feel sick to my stomach when i hear people say to their phone hey siri you know where's the closest whataburger or hey Siri, how many whatever licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop, or whatever? <laughs> I, I just dated myself, didn't I? <laughs> um, what I'm saying is, every time I've ever heard people do that, and I have loved ones that I've seen them do it in the car and all that, I would just get this unsettled feeling, just a sick feeling. Immediately, it, it 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 offended me in my spirit. I wasn't mad at. My loved ones, but I felt like that is something is not right with that. Don't do that. Like, you know how you have a sense that something is dirty or you have a sense that just something is not right. Just, nah, I don't know about that. Get away from me. Okay. That is my personal feelings. I'm not telling you what to do. My job is to share with you what's on my heart in this podcast and what God has put on my heart to share. Okay. Um, In the very least, it's fallen angel technology. At the very most, uh, people may actually be communicating with fallen angels through that technology. Have you pondered this and thought, maybe? Oh, Heather, come on. Now you're really being a conspiracy theorist. Okay, whatever. Call me names. I don't care. I do know this, is that... um, if you'll study up on Sirius S I R I U S and uh study Sirius Dog Star. Okay? Uh the Dog Star is the Sirius Dog Star is called the Seat of Satan. Did you know that? Isn't it fascinating how they've named all of this technology and all of this different spaceships that they've sent up into uh, that atmosphere over the decades. They've always named them after gods. And uh, they named that Sirius. Uh, you have Sirius radio. and you have uh, all the different uh, space space uh, spaceships. You know, Apollo, you know. Um, these are all fallen entities. These are fallen angels. And to understand that, you would have to go and reference back to some of these modern day... A watchman um, who have been anointed to bring the truth to God's people. And remember this part of the podcast. I'm going to give a a little list real quick that you could jot down. Um, Brother Tom Horn. um, Brother Tim Alberino. That's A L B E R I N. A-L-B-E-R-I-N-O. I (laughs) I believe it's Alberino. He does a lot of exposes on the giants and the antediluvian antediluvian period, which is the pre-flood history of the earth. And then he brings it in full circle back to what they are doing now to try to usher that same kind of thing back into the earth. Um... Uh, listen to Dr. Carrie Madej. Ha- I watched something on her um, yesterday. I felt very led by the Lord to watch it. Uh, I'm so glad that I did. Um, it was very eye opening. Some of these things we may not have access to in the future. We don't know what's going to happen. Okay. But she's definitely, I believe with all my heart, a chosen vessel of the Lord. Uh, She is a doctor. Uh, She's been crying out truth from the beginning of all of this. Um, uh, They tried to kill her. Her and her husband went down in a plane crash. Their plane actually crashed to the ground and they survived. God kept his hand on her. Um, Dr. Stella Emanuel. She actually lives not far from me in my area um the foul brothers f-a-u-l-l brothers have made some interesting documentaries but uh and and then of course let's not forget l.a marzulli l.a marzulli he's a good person to listen to so far um I've been watching them for a while, but you know, in the midst of studying and looking into some of this stuff myself, I have seen, um, I am seeing the fulfillment of many prophecies and things that God was warning us about in his Bible. It is important that we, um, that we don't bury our heads in the sand, that we remain watchmen on the wall for our own homes, our own households. And that we seek God daily for what we need to do in response. How can we be obedient to the Lord today? Okay. Um, What is it? What action do you want me to take with my spiritual knowledge? What with my spiritual knowledge that God is giving me? This is what you could say is what action in the natural do you want me to do in the earth? And I seek the Lord daily for that. I just want to encourage you. Um, but also know that there are some things that only the Lord can do. Okay. You do your part and the Lord will do the rest. So no matter what they're doing out there, you know that God will cause you to walk across on dry ground. And that's what I'm going to read today. I'm going to read in Joshua and I'm going to read a little bit about how they walked across and on dry ground. Um, and that uh, the ark went before them. Um, the times that are coming up, that even that we are in now, it's not going to be something that you can do with your natural humanity. It's only going to be by the supernatural power of God going before you the anointing of the Lord going before you, looking unto God for your providence, for those miraculous um, manifestations of everything you can imagine from healings, because I'm going to tell you something, healings, food, everything, I'm going to tell you something, this medical system, I hate to break it to you, but it's on the way out, it's going downhill, um it's coming to a place where there there is coming a time in this system in the near not so far off future that it will be a very dangerous thing to have to go to a hospital because you're not going to know what they're going to inject into you or what they're going to try to do to you or to take a loved one there they may lock you away from that loved one so that you can't give them any kind of watch over their medical care or, in, or make decisions for them medically. That's where we're coming to. I'm so sorry to break it to you. It's coming to the point where uh, our pregnant young women are going to have to have birth at home because they won't be able to trust the medical system and what they're going to do to their babies or what they're going to inject in their babies. Or they may not give the babies to them and let them go home unless they're injected. You think that those days aren't upon us? You think those days aren't upon us? Oh, that's ridiculous, Heather. Uh, There's already been similar stories just like that going on. Okay? Perilous times, friends. Perilous times. But know this. Wherever God is taking us, in this whole situation no matter where wherever he's taking us whatever the situation be it great or be it small his ark will go before you the ark represents the anointing of god what is most holy what's most precious the god goes before you so when they entered into okay the land here in Joshua chapter 3 i thought it was in 4 chapter 3 um i'm going to start reading at verse 11. always do this no i'm going to read it verse 10. and joshua said hereby you know you shall know that the living god is among you and that he will without fail drive out from before you the canaanites and the hittites and the hivites and the perizzites and the girgashites and the amorites and the jebusites Now, I don't know a lot about all these other peoples, but I do know that the Canaanites were very much into, um, Molech worship and they were cannibalistic. Uh, uh, they did a lot of human sacrifice. Um, they took after the worship of these, um, fallen entities and they worshiped by sacrificing children. So it was very sick. Uh, God said that he would drive them out from before them. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passes over before you into Jordan. So your mighty God goes before you wherever he's taking you. Now, therefore, take you 12 men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the Lord, and as they bear the ark, were Come unto Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water. For Jordan overfloweth all his banks, of, all his banks, all the time of harvest. That the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city Adam, that is beside Zertan. Zertan, and those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed. And were cut off and the people passed over right against Jericho and the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan so the people not only passed over the Red Sea on dry ground They pass over the Jordan Sea. Sounds to me like whatever obstacles are in our way when God's destiny and hand is upon it. Nothing can stop that. God will move the waters on your behalf. He will will cause your feet to pass over in dry ground, whatever your needs are during this time, this year, this scary year, my love, listen, let's not pretend. Let's not pretend. There's no There's no need to pretend among each other uh, that we're big and bad Christians and we're so tough and strong. No, it's only Jesus. Okay? Um, as this year, as we pass through this year, okay, and all these obstacles, whatever your needs are, God is going to cause the waters to part for you. Be in faith. And I'm going to read where it's confirmed again in Isaiah 43. Um this is him reminding his people who he has been to them let God remind you who he's been to you look back I always say always say look back on what he's already done remind yourself remember how David did that in Psalms remember he reminded himself of the goodness of the Lord. He reminded himself of what God had already done. He preached to himself. Look back at the times where God has already been with you, okay, and surely he can do it again and continue to do it for you. Be encouraged. So here in Isaiah 43 verse 2, he's reminding the people who he is to them and what he's already done by saying, when thou will through the waters. I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave up Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia, and Seba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee. AND PEOPLE FOR THEIR LIFE, AND and IT SAYS, AND PEOPLE FOR thy LIFE. THAT'S INTERESTING, FEAR NOT, FOR I AM WITH THEE, I WILL BRING THY SEED FROM THE EAST AND GATHER THEE FROM THE WEST, uh, AND HE GOES ON TO SAY WHAT HE'S SAYING TO ISRAEL DURING THAT TIME, BUT AS WE KNOW, WE ARE ALSO GRAFTED IN, WE ARE, WE ARE IN THE FAMILY OF GOD. WHEN GOD REFERS TO ISRAEL, HE REFERS TO HIS PEOPLE. His servants on this earth. Yes, I guess I am a replacement theology person. um, Because I see it here in the word of God. We are the children of God. And these are types and shadows for us to lean back on. And for God to speak to us through them. Uh, If you don't agree with that. Well, just get mad in the same pants you got glad in. And shut my podcast off. And and then don't bother listening to it anymore. Because that's what I believe. You are the children of God. Don't doubt it. And He is going to go before you in every way. You are His remnant. Be not afraid neither be dismayed. So, I'm going to read also a Psalm. I believe it was Psalm 91. Yes, it is. Let me say this for a minute. Um, human beings loved our technology. Okay, we we embraced all this technology that came to us in the last 20, 25 years. Um, It's gotten more intrusive. Um, It was very convenient. We all have it. You can hardly live in the world without it. Um, But it's been like, kind of like the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Even the, the the apple products have a, a an the symbol of a bitten apple. We know what that symbolizes, okay? Um it's the direction that this world has gone. Now the technology is has begun to destroy us. You see how the enemy introduced this technology and it and, and the enemy did. If you're still there and you think that man is just so smart that we came up we come up with all these gadgets and gadgets and all of this you you need to just you need to do some research and you need to catch up. No these things did not come from the minds of men. <clears throat> they came from the minds of demonic spirits giving the information to men. And I, and, and Nikola Tesla was one of them. He's just one one of the ones we know of. There's been hundreds and thousands of them. Uh, evil inventions, okay? And now that we have all this technology, it's destroying humanity. It was that desire for this extra knowledge, the desire to build another Tower of Babel. It's destroying us. Uh, Elon Musk brain chip. That's real. That's not conspiracy theory. Look it up that thing has the potential to cause a human being to live in a perpetual hell and to not to not die it has the potential to put you your consciousness in a in a whole other realm a whole other state of being so that your body is alive but your mind and your consciousness your awareness uh in a different place and that place has been described as being wonderful by people who are touting this brain chip but then you could also see it being used for evil and that it could cause a person to live kind of like in a time loop i'm talking some freaky science fiction stuff here people but you know it's not surprising because in the word, in Revelations, it talks about that they would seek death and not find it. How bizarre is that, huh? Um, but I want to encourage you. Um, that probably sounds humorous after all these horrible things I've shared. <laughs> I'm trying. I really am trying. Okay, The encouragement is that jesus is coming back soon so many things are happening all at one time monday we had the earthquakes in diverse places you know many of us all of these years we thought well there's been earthquakes in diverse places because we've seen earthquakes all over the world from time to time but it was nothing like monday like it all happened in one day Jesus said there would be earthquakes in diverse places. He said he was short in the days. He said that there would be many false prophets and teachers that would arise. You're seeing it everywhere. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't be overwhelmed. Okay. Praise God Almighty. No matter what you're seeing. You know, Jesus told us, uh, let these things not disturb you. Be not troubled. Okay. But look up for your redemption, It's It's hard for us. It's hard for me. Okay, Um, it's hard for us, but we have to cling to the old rugged cross. Listen here. God gave me an analogy as I was talking to my son. This is a good, um, this is a good word. Hear this. You know, there's a storm brewing. We know we're in the middle of a storm like we've never seen. It's going to get worse. Okay, it's going to build and get worse and worse until the day that Jesus comes back okay until the day that Jesus puts a stop to it because the enemy is like being cast out of the earth just like the devil gets cast out of a person when a person has the devil cast out of them they thrash around the devil thrashes the body of that person all around and 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 wants to tear at them one more time before they are finally cast out okay that's kind of what's going on with the earth. The enemy knows his time is short. All of the demons know their time is short. I feel power just saying that. They know it. That's why they're acting out and thrashing around. But if you, if there is a storm brewing, okay? Let's just say there's a tornado. Um, your first instinct, okay, is to go to the most foundational place in your home. Okay, your first instinct would be to get up under a column or something that had a, sig- a significant um, structure in your home. Okay, uh, something that was more fortified, like a narrow hallway or a, a smaller room, like a bathroom, something that's, you know, secure. Okay, in the spiritual storm that we're in, uh, uh, hear this. The details of your home in the middle of that tornado whipping through your neighborhood. The details like the, the rose bushes outside. The, the pe- pictures on the walls. Uh, the plates in the cupboards. Um, just about any of those things in your home. Those items you don't care about in that moment. Okay. You can buy more dishes. You can plant more rose bushes. Uh, you can buy more pictures for your walls. All you're caring about at that time is surviving that storm and hunkering down and grabbing hold of the most secure thing that's anchored down that you can with your family, right? Right. So is it with the spiritual storm that we're in and we're having to hunker down this year. Okay. Um uh, That, that anchor for us is Jesus. It's the cross. Hang on to the, at the foot of the old rugged cross and wrap your arms and legs around it with your family. And you hang in there. All the other details of your life are not important right now. Even things you thought were so important. Okay. Hang on to the cross, the foundation of your belief. Let go of the details of your stubborn thinking about what doctrines matter the most. Okay? Yes, we have our basic doctrines. I'm not telling you to throw those out. Okay? Those are the foundations of Christianity. I'm talking about your purest heart of love for Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. And trusting Jesus. Just like a little child, the faith of a little child, just trust Jesus. Okay? during this time. Lots of going back to the foundations, the ABCs of your faith this year. Lots of that. Don't be one of these people. I'm going to say this, please listen. Don't be one of these people that is constantly in strife and turmoil on Facebook, on a Facebook post. That's in strife and turmoil all day long arguing back and forth with somebody about some uh, certain Bible doctrine all day long. Don't you know that Satan wants to keep you in that place arguing arguing all day long. Because he wants to send people to you who are never going to come to the truth so that you will expend all of your energy focusing on somebody that's never going to come to the truth rather than doing something fruitful for the kingdom of God and ministering to people who will come to the truth. So, so don't be doing that when Jesus comes back, there'll probably be people looking down at their iPhones and their thumbs will be going 90 to nothing arguing about Bible doctrine. It's foolishness. He said to avoid those kind of things. He said though, you know, Paul talked about that, uh, avoiding, um, uh, avoiding unlearned uh, questions and you know, people will ask all kinds of foolish questions and just sit and talk about it all day long. Your philosophy is not going to save you. And that's what a lot of so-called Christians have become today is really they're no more than Christian philosophers. They're no better than the Greeks back in that day. They just want to talk about their philosophy of God. That's not going to matter in the storm that's coming. This that's coming and that we're already in, okay, we're already in waist-high. And it's only February. I've, I, along with many, many of you and many others out there, have been warning the, the so-called church for a long time Uh, For a long time we've been warning. We've been calling to them. We've been voices crying in the wilderness, okay? We've been telling them. Get grounded in the truth. Get grounded in Christ. The only thing that's going to save you uh, during this time is for you to be able to hear so that you can follow the instructions of the Lord. Okay, let go of your foolish, foolish doctrines that say that God doesn't heal, set free, deliver, or do miracles anymore. And he doesn't talk to people anymore. We've pleaded and pleaded. Well, guess what? The time passed last year. Sometime back last year. I don't remember when it was for me anyways. In my spirit, I felt the release. Don't even pursue those people anymore. They're, they're lost. Go. Go. It's like a house burning down, and you're pleading, come, 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 and they just arguing with you, and, until finally, I mean, the roof begins to cave in, and, 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 the, and you just have to run out of the building. You have to save yourself and your own. Isn't that terrible? But people will be wiped out because of their own stubbornness. It was by their own stubbornness and their own pride that judged them, and no, no ma'am, no sir, it's not just the, in the secular world. We see it plainly in the secular world with what happened to this little pokey-poke. Poke. They dug a pit for us that in which they themselves have fallen. Hmm, yes, it, yes I said that. Yes, I did. Haman hung himself on, on the noose that he built for Mordecai. That's what we see with the secular world. But we are also seeing in circles that wanted to claim Christ. They wanted to argue uh and they wanted to promote a powerless christ okay they're they're being swallowed up by the judgment of god because they themselves are never listen. they never they never listened to god they never allowed god to give them the truth and soften their hearts so that they could be humble, so that they could truly, truly be humble, so that they can walk in the power of God, which sounds like a contradiction. How can you be humble and at the same time walk in the power of God? For some people, that doesn't make any sense. Walking in the power of God is where you have the full confidence of God's power in you. Just like when David stood up before Goliath, okay? He knew he was just a young man. I don't believe he was a little boy. I believe that was a bunch of nonsense. That's part of the prophecy being fulfilled of being turned over to fables. The church was turned over to fables. He wasn't a 10-year-old boy. It's ridiculous. He's a young man, you know, strong young man. But he was little compared to to Goliath. It was the power of God that that David knew he carried the might and the power of God in him that defeated Goliath. He knew it wasn't by his might, nor by his strength. It was by God's Spirit, thus saith the Lord. You can't walk in that kind of power if you have a defeated philosophical mindset about God. That he can't communicate with you. That's from the devil. That's what the devil says. That God can't talk to you. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that premonition. Don't listen to that to that sign where God was trying to give you information. Don't listen. Okay? And by doing so, he just causes them to perish. It's very serious. Um but we are here. We are finally here. Um the ark of being in the safety of God is something that I've been talking about for a long time and so have many others. And we all have you ever noticed that the the um the body of Christ confirms one another? We echo one another from all parts of the world <laughs> being in the ark um, this ark is a place of safety. it is a place where you are given instruction, lots of instruction t- came to know us specific earthly instruction from on high, things to do on the earth, okay. So also he's given that to his people. He's going to give it to you too. If you still feel like you're looking for for direction, fear not. Uh, I don't care if you're backed up against the Red Sea. It looks looks scary. Pharaoh's uh, chariots seem to be approaching nearer and nearer, but God's going to open that Red Sea for you. He's going to open the Jordan River for you. Okay? These are symbols. These are precious stories to grab hold of. And when God wants to speak to us through those stories, it is so, so precious. I want to tell you something. I was all up in a tether uh, last week. I think that's a country thing or something that I just said. <laughs> I think I got that from my mama. I'm not sure what a tether is. But anyways, I was all up in one. And just feeling <clears throat> heavy with anxiety and just uncomfortable. Just feeling... You know, you just feel like you just want to walk outside up under the trees. Go for a walk. Uh, You just want to take deep breaths. You want to drink some cool glasses of water. And you just want that tension to pass. Um, Feeling that way. That's a natural way to feel when you start seeing. um, Especially those of you out there that listen to me that are prophetic. Now hear me out, prophets of God. Yes, prophecy is real. Yes, prophetic gifts are real. Sometimes God is showing you things to come, and don't you know that some of His greatest prophets, even in this Bible, they also uh, they also spoke about it even about being, you know, looking at the things that God was showing them. You think it didn't cause them to have some anxiety, and they wondered and they looked and they they looked at these things. That's when we have to get in our, we get up under the robes of God, which I'm about to read about. But I want to share a word with you that was sent to me by a precious brother, um, who's very much a man of God. He's very led by the Spirit, and it's like the Lord just, just, the, the Lord spoke right through him, gave me a beautiful word. Um, you know how you know it's from God. You know what your God sounds like, uh. Prophecy never contradicts the Word of God. And, and God knows exactly what to say to you. And it's this. And it's for all of us. It's not just for me. It's for all of you. And I want to read it to you. Say not in your heart that the old days were better. For I am doing a, a thing that is far better. Only trust me and fear not. For I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Fear not, for I have overcome the world, and I have given my spirit and my peace, and the world cannot take it from you. The world cannot make those claims, for neither neither it sees me nor knows me, nor can it, for these things are spiritual and spiritually received, and the carnal world cannot receive them, for it says it's foolishness to it. Therefore, be at peace. This battle is not yours. It is mine. Only trust me and do not be afraid. And that was on February the 9th. Um, wow. And when I read that, I cried. Okay. And I even printed it out on a, on a special little picture here and I put it on my refrigerator. Um, what a word. Sometimes you just need a word. It's like rain on dry ground. You just need a word. Um, I'd like to read out of Psalm 91. And. Oh Lordy Lordy. Help me. I think I lost my um, other spot. <laughs> that I was going to read. Um, but I'm going to start. I'm going to read out of Psalm 91. And. Psalm 45 7. That's what it is. Psalm 91. I hope y'all got something good out of this today. I hope you got something good. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for, for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in the darkness nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Now hear this, okay, hear this one. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon. Shalt thou trample under foot, under feet. The dragon represents the enemy, because he hath set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. Wow. You to remember that Psalm ninety-one. And then I want to read about um, the garments of the Lord um getting up under the the robes of the lord and this is the verse that i'm referring to when i say that all thy garments this is 45 verse 8 all thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory places whereby they have made thee glad so his robes actually have a smell could you imagine how beautiful that smell is? How beautiful is that fragrance? Think on lovely things. Do you know, even in the midst of the worst disaster, God's people can have peace. Peace that surpasseth all understanding. In other words, peace that makes no sense. Like you have peace, you don't even know how you have peace. Joy. Joy. Where you don't know how you have joy. Because your feet are grounded. You are rooted. You are standing on the rock. Of your salvation. I hope you got something good out of this. I hope I didn't ramble on too much. I hope that you. I hope that you are blessed. God bless you. And no matter what blows up. Or derails or no matter what goes on or what kind of earthquakes happen or how many UFOs are reported you have yourself a lovely day anyways